Welcome to Copy Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Ali. Every episode we play you a short Australian stories from Spineless Wonders to listen to while we drink our morning coffee. Indeed. And this episode, it is Emma's turn. So I've picked a delightful, <laughs> delightfully named story. <laughs> <laughs> Penis Screen. And it's by Julie Chevalier. And it's going to be read by the amazing Lauren Hamilton Neal. Enjoy. Penis Screen, New South Wales was the return address. Sure, I knew what was in the envelope, confirmation of my appointment and forms to fill out. I jotted down 9.30am Monday, Flood Street, Leichhardt, outside Marketplace. No problems finding the caravan. Two old blokes at reception are gossiping about the last client. Lopsided from what I can make out. The horse bloke tells the other he shouldn't have to deal with that on his first day back at work. Tough, I think, picturing some poor bugger with a penis that looks like it's chucking a yui. I hand in my forms and a third bloke, a young one, mispronounces my name a couple of times, so I say it aloud. Twice. Everyone listens, but hey, if that's the worst thing that happens. I go into the cubicle, pull the curtain and strip to my t-shirt. No problems. I stand next to the machine waiting half-naked, while one of the old blokes helps the trainee revise his training. Apparently, some blokes stand in nice and close for the first photo and then lean backwards. Might have something to do with having your warm dick placed on a slab the temperature of an icy schooner. After sticking labels on the glass, the trainee says, stick your bottom out, get in closer, wrap that leg around there. After much prodding, he says, sorry about my cold hands, and takes my dick's profile. Horse snorting from the reception. Now the right, the trainee says, replacing the plate. He shows me where to move and mauls me again. The plate that is squashing me lifts and I spring back into shape. Phew. Done for the next two years. Now we'll take the sides. Shit. He sets the camera at a different angle and tells me to hold my balls out of the way. He obviously doesn't want them stealing the limelight. Balls, I yell as the machine comes down and mangles me, flatter than a chicken fillet in a Subway Samo. Only one more, Mr Woody. Woodhouse, Woodhouse. Oh, do you ever think of the easy go women have, I ask him. That raspy chortle. I get dressed, slide the curtain, and hesitate at reception. Your letter will arrive in a fortnight. I open the caravan door and walk down the steps into sunlight. Not much meat on that one, eh? So I picked that one because it, I felt like it fell into this trend that's been happening for the last year or maybe more of flipping things mm. in terms of either the sex or the gender, flipping it around and just seeing what insights that gives you about the experience. So I don't know if you remember um, a ad, I think it was an ad, came out from France of a man in a female-dominated world running through mm. the streets and getting catcalled and harassed. And it just put this interesting spin on an experience that women have every day. Yeah, it can bring a really interesting um, perspective to things that people take for granted mm. as being that is the way of the world and mm. kind of going like well if all it takes is flipping one quite small thing about it really mm. 
then it kind of really creates that question of like, well, if if I just switched the gender or the pronouns even, like, mm. why does that make it such a different story? Yeah. And I think that's like sometimes that can be really used in really serious ways to like really amazing, like amazing effects. Mm. But I really liked in this one, like the lighthearted sort of humorous take on yeah. it just made it a really good story. Because it was... <laughs> I, I think it balanced it quite well in being quite lighthearted and quite mm. funny with lines like flatter than a chicken fillet yeah. on a subway <laughs> saga and like hilarious writing, but it was balanced really well with that question of what is this experience like for women when they go and get a mammogram? Yeah. How does that feel? And I think there was a vein of feeling objectified and not feeling cared about and feeling vulnerable and that not being taken seriously, especially with the final line. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like even just, I found that the, um, the vulnerability of, and, and the impersonality of having to strip naked in, like in a caravan because that is a thing mm. there are caravans that do mar- mammograms mm. which is great like, for accessibility so but absolutely. at the same time you're in a caravan but you know but this isn't going to see your local doctor to do it mm. this isn't a person you have a, a trust relationship with mm. this is a complete stranger who just and like i i don't really fault them because they just want to get through their day mm. but just the impersonality of just like can you just like not make any fuss get naked and put your boobs on the screen please like uh and, and it hurts yeah and it's painful and i actually thought um you know the, the first time when i was a young teenager and my mom was trying to explain what a mammogram was to me and she used the phrase they squashed them down like chicken fillets <laughs> <laughs> several times and has since when talking about my romance to me and and so when the second the actor said that line Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god like it's exactly how i've heard it described by many people Mm -hmm. as yeah like a chick like a chicken film yeah (laughs) and it's interesting because you would think that there should be the capacity to have a not invasive procedure, but an intimate or vulnerable mm. treatment or screening process happen and have that treated as a medical thing and be cared for. And yet there's this interesting vein of just still being treated sexually within, at least within yeah. this story. It's like they can't escape that lens being thrown over them, especially the line at the end, there's not much meat on her is super objectifying and odd. Well, I suppose not much made on him. Yeah, on him. Yeah. But yeah, like it makes me think Wrap a lot. Wrap the leg around the yeah. thing. Mm. Well, it makes me th- think a lot of, um, yeah, when talking about it with sort of with my mom and with aunties and, and, you know, older women in my life. And my mom used to, was telling me she used to take the day off work so that she and a bunch of friends could go together and she was like we'd all go together because it was so uncomfortable and then at least we're all uncomfortable together and i was like that seems so odd like it's a medical procedure Mm. the idea that you would have to create a support system to deal Mm. with that 
seemed so un- unusual and then like the more you learn about it the more it's like yeah it's painful and vulnerable and no one gives a shit no oh, i'm sure some well, some I, people do she had a lovely time they all went day drinking afterwards. <laughs> like, it's not like she was in any sort of issues but <laughs> it's it's more like the idea that it became that sort of ritual for yeah. her mm-hmm. compared to like getting a skin check or something where it's mm. like you just show up you go eh whatever like you know there's no ritual to a skin check mm. but there was for the mammogram yeah because it's intimate because it was so much more uncomfortable for mm. all of them mm. and i think this story does a great job in just because it flips it and makes you see it in a different way you know maybe there's some men listening to this that are like oh it would feel like that oh and it just inspires that kind of very empathetic response mm. and i like i definitely acknowledge that there are um procedures that men have to go through that can be um equally vulnerable yeah totally um, and invasive yes um i think i think just a, lo- a lot of theirs aren't as regular and things like that mm. so mm. um compared to the mammogram which everyone just hates but needs to get. Yes, it's important. Go day drink, drinking after. That's even more important. It doesn't have to be alcohol. Coffee will do. <laughs> but, you know, like... Spiked some, coffee. Get some friends. Go get the mammograms in the morning. You're at lunch by 11. Mm-hmm. Even if that's not lunchtime yet. Solid. That's a good plan. So that was penis screen... By Julie Chevalier, read by Lauren Hamilton Neal. And that was a call-out, so you can't find it in an anthology, but you can listen to it over and over again right here. Yes, you can. And you can also potentially find some more information and more stories by Julie Chevalier at shortaustralianstories.com.au. Also, join our Facebook group, Coffee Podcast, and let us know what your coping ritual is for mammograms or if you had no idea that it was this painful. Yes, we'd like to hear that. Um, and you can also rate, review and subscribe. And we are supported by the Australia Council of the Arts. Stay caffeinated. Bye. Bye.